We all know by now that clutter has a massive effect on our stress levels. If you walk into a room that's cluttered, it will instantly raise your cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone. So no wonder if you look around your home and you feel stressed when you're surrounded by clutter and toys and clothes and laundry that hasn't been done, it's no wonder you feel stressed about that and it's not because you're you know, being lazy. Most often it's because we're trying to manage too much. So today I wanted to share with you some life-changing declutter hacks to help get your home into a more clutter-free zone so that we can make 2024 your most organized year yet and hopefully the most calm one you've had too. So I have a few tricks that I have learned in my past year of decluttering and minimizing our home. And the first one that I find super helpful is the one in one out rule. So this can apply to anything, but most of all, I apply it to my wardrobe. And we sometimes do this with toys as well. But for my wardrobe, if I'm buying a new sweater, I just got this new new jumper, new to me. I got it on Vinted. It's from Zara, but I got it on Vinted. I just wanted, you know, a nice stripy jumper right in my wardrobe. So when I bought a new jumper, I went into my wardrobe and I thought, okay, what are some old jumpers that I don't really like anymore or I just don't wear that much? And I simply donated those. You can sell them as well if you prefer, but it's really helpful to do the one in one out rule because even if you declutter your home and you feel like it's in a good state, if you keep up the shopping habits, which I was guilty of too, don't feel bad. But if you don't change the shopping habits and kind of, you know, the things that we bring into our home each week, then the clutter is just gonna start piling up again, right? So one in, one out is so, so helpful. Because at the end of the day, if you think about how many things you bring into your home every single week, that's gonna be a, quite a big amount of stuff. Your kids bring things from school, you shop things, but if you don't have the same amount of stuff going out each week, then it's just simple math, right? It's just going to pile on. The second rule that I actually find really helpful, and this is something that my husband didn't used to do, but he's actually kind of picked it up without me having to nag him or anything, but he has just picked it up and he's doing this more and more, and my son as well, and I feel like because of that, because everyone starts to contribute a tiny bit more, it just makes my whole life easier, and not just my life, but our life as a family in general, and this is whenever you go north, Rule. I read this a long time ago, I can't even remember where, but it's this rule that whenever you go north, you pick something that belongs north with you. So what the heck does that mean? For example, if I'm going upstairs, if I see something, you know, a toy that belongs upstairs on the floor, if I'm going upstairs and I'm gonna take that toy that belongs upstairs, just take it with me. Because I'm going there anyway, right? If I'm going in the kitchen, I'm gonna look around and see are there any mugs or plates that need to go in the kitchen, and I'll just grab them and take them with me. And it's something that once it becomes a habit, it's something that you just do without even thinking about it, you know, like brushing your teeth every night. And it's a, such a simple habit that makes honestly a huge difference. It's all those little habits that make a big difference in your home. Next up, we've got the inbox. I have mentioned this before, but having an inbox is super helpful. It can be different, you know, things that you use at your front door or you know in just your general living area where you can put things when you come in the door just think of the things that you come in with so i find it really helpful to have a letterbox at the entrance 
so that if we get an email I can simply put it in there and then when I get a chance I can go through it and we also have this basket under the TV where my son can put his drawings and papers from school and everything that he comes in with as well because that can be quite a lot too and I go through more of these systems in my video I did on nine systems to help change your home as well but the inbox is a big one and then moving on from this is the outbox and this is kind of a similar system but it's just to take things out of your house right so remember when we said you bring a lot of things in if not a lot of them go out it's just gonna pile on so an outbox can be as simple as a basket in under the Sears cupboard we have this little basket where we just throw things in like you know if a toy we realize we want to donate or if it's clothes anything like that anything that I notice I want to get rid of I will put it in there because if I leave it where it is I'm gonna forget so have a system to get things out of your house as well and then whenever I have you know a trip in town I will go in the outbox grab everything that I have in there and just take it you know to a charity shop or to textile recycling whatever it might be and this brings me to my next point which is to have a system for getting rid of stuff so not just the outbox but try to do a bit of research in your local area to think of places where you can take things that you don't need anymore because i find that a lot of the times i actually get messages from people saying this you know i have all these things i want to get rid of but i don't really know what to do with them so i just have them sitting there in a pile so we don't want that right we want to get things out of your house not just in a pile to donate someday a few of the places where i like to get rid of stuff obviously if it's rubbish if it's broken if it's unusable then it will simply go to the tip and i know it sounds wasteful but the waste was already created when we bought the product so there's no point in keeping it in your house just because you're afraid of throwing it away like if it's useless if it's broken you really do not need to keep it you're simply doing yourself and your family a disservice by keeping all that clutter around now if it's something that's for example old bedding old towels things that are not necessarily broken but it's not something you can really donate i will take those to textile recycling and it might be worth to look in your local area where you can do this some councils have this set up at the tip sometimes and for us i do go to Dunnell. they have this big green box at the entrance where you can put all your textile recycling in there so that's a good spot to to check and then for donations you know things that i want to giveaway we actually have a local facebook group in our neighborhood and sometimes i will put things on there for people to just come and collect or i will take them to a charity shop in town so those are always good places to give things like toys that are in good condition clothes home decor anything like that another trick that's really helpful is to play and you can play this with your kids too or you can just do it yourself is to play the floor is lava and i don't just mean you know jumping on pillows around your house i mean pretending like you're not supposed to put anything on the floor because there's lava on there so i used to have a chair in my bedroom where things would get thrown around or on the floor so now i just you know it takes the same amount of time to put just drop it on the floor as it takes to put it in the laundry basket or to put it in the wardrobe and i do think i used to do this too if i had something that i wore today but it's still you know it's still wearable it's not dirty yet and i can still wear it tomorrow like maybe jeans then you know i used to just put them somewhere on the floor or on a chair because i felt like they couldn't go back in the wardrobe because they weren't clean enough well nowadays i actually do put them back in the wardrobe and i have just kind of on top of my dresser in my wardrobe so i don't put them necessarily in the drawer but i put them on top there so they're not on the floor constantly and i do feel like they're clean enough to go in there right if they're clean enough to wear again 
they're okay to go back in there. So the floor is one area that gets cluttered quite easily. And I find that once there are a few things on the floor, more of them will pile on, you know, it's just kind of something that happens. And another trick here is to play the table is lava. So tables like this, like clear surfaces can get so easily cluttered with stuff. Well, you know, it's fine. Obviously we have a table to use it, but throughout the day or at the end of the day, I will go here and have a look. Are there any papers that need to go in the recycling or in my son's, you know, arts box? And I will put them away. I won't leave them on here. And the same with the coffee table. Any flat surfaces you have are just clutter attractors. <laughs> so they will simply attract stuff. So playing this game yourself or with your kids can be super helpful and just kind of trying to keep a clear surface obviously as much as possible. And this takes me to my next point and that is that visual clutter is honestly a real thing. So you might think, you know, it's not a big deal if there are a few papers or few plates or mugs um, in the living room, right? Well, it's not, but at the same time, it maybe is because it might be affecting you without realizing. So when you look around, all that visual clutter can make you feel stressed and more anxious and like you can't really fully relax, if you know what I mean. And that goes, you know, for clutter around your home, but also for things like access decor or access toys that you have out, like out in the open. Anything like that that makes your room look cluttered, it will also, you know, affect how you feel when you are in that room. And did you know there were studies that actually said sleeping in a cluttered bedroom, for example, really affected the quality of your sleep. So it's not just that we want a pretty room, it's way more than that because it's actually affecting, you know, your life, your health, your mental state and everything like that. And then the last trick I have for you to have a clutter-free home is to truly try to focus on a present you right now rather than future you or, you know, just this kind of version of you that may or may not happen in the future. So what this means is you, you know, have permission to let go of any clothes that don't fit you, that don't make you feel good, that, you know, maybe have holes in them. I used to have those in my wardrobe or just, you know, items that you don't really like anymore, clothes that you don't really wear, you think are cute, but you don't wear them they can all go. Or any items from hobbies that you used to have but you don't do anymore, anything like that, that's kind of for future you. If you're not using them at the moment, it's really no point in keeping them. And I find that, you know, keeping things for years and years in storage can actually make them degrade and sometimes get damaged, get moldy, depending on where they are or get super dusty. And it might just be that somebody else could really use that item in the meantime. And if you do find, you know, in five years time, you want to take up photography again or whatever it might be then you can always go on ebay and buy a secondhand camera right so it's not like you're saying goodbye forever to that hobby it's just you know acknowledging that you're not using it right now you don't need it and there's no point in storing it so i do hope this was helpful and i hope 2024 is a clutter-free year for you or you're on your way to a decluttered home because it truly makes a big difference so i hope you're having a lovely day and i will see you in my next video bye guys